Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This is TalkSport Daily. Happy Sunday and welcome to another TalkSport Daily Podcast. I'm your host, John Jackson, and there's only one place to start. That's with more fallout to Jesse Lingard's move to Nottingham Forest on a free transfer. But what were his motivations behind the move? Shortly, we'll hear from former Aston Villa captain Gabby Agbonlahor. But here's Adi Oladipo alongside Rory Jennings and the former Scotland striker Chris Iwellamo on the Saturday session on TalkSport. And the debate got quite lively. Clearly, there's a top six player in there, a top six club that are having yeah. a look at him. Why Forest? It's a footballing decision. You know, I think... Uh, not a money one. That's so generous. Not, not, Chris is so not, generous. Not, plays, a, plays a part, but you've got to remember he's, he's a multi-millionaire. You know, I think, like you see, he's, he, is a, he is a top six player. He has that quality. He's an England international. I think he's guaranteed football. This West Ham team is serious. They could have won European silverware last yeah. year. It's so rare that you have the potential to sign for a club where you know exactly what you're getting. There's no jeopardy about Jesse Lingard going into that West Ham team. He goes in there and he does the business. We know that because he's done it before. How likely is he to get into the World Cup squad playing for Nottingham Forest or West Ham? doesn't. He doesn't get in at Forest. I disagree. There is no way that... He, uh, he has written off his... He has written off everything and I truly believe that he's just prioritised money here. He has followed the money. I don't think the money plays too much of a part. It's about him playing football... Steve Cooper has a vision. He's bringing in the right players. They're investing money. He knows that he's going to play. Lingard is a player that can put points on the board because he can create out of nothing. But I think he will deliver. He knows all eyes are on him, and, and I think he relishes that. This summer, I don't think he's covered himself in glory. You know, sort of giving out these little tidbits of where his career is going to end up, like some B-Tech Griezmann. I feel that he has got one eye on, on the World Cup. Southgate knows what Jesse Lingard's all about and is a, is a, is a big admirer of, of Lingard. Mm. He's not mm. something you can you can ignore. He has effectively waved a white flag on his career. I honestly think that. I think that he there is no way that he gets into the England side playing for Forest. I don't think a Forest player goes to the World Cup with England. He has opted out of potential European silverware. He has opted out of a serious and sustained bid for silverware at West Ham where he was iconic in order to earn some extra money for a year. Are we honestly saying that Jesse Lingard has to go as far down to a newly promoted side, this is Jesse Lingard we're talking about, to get regular football. The only reason he's gone to Forest over West Ham, it's a one-year contract, Forest offering more for that one year. I think they had the best Lingard. They benefited from Lingard when they had him there last, and I don't think that he will rediscover that form. Like, he's not an outstanding foot. He's not outstanding. Like, he's had three. He's had the same amount of assists as Andy Carroll over the last three years. And I don't think Jesse Lingard would sign for Nottingham Forest if it completely ruled him out. How do you pick Nottingham Forest over West Ham, who in Europe... Yeah. Um, a manager that you know and you've, you've played under David Moyes you've got I think the future England captain in Declan Rice in there a, a team that's really on the up and up they're filling out the London Stadium week in week out 50,000 are in there how do you pick 
Nottingham Forest over West Ham if it isn't a money decision. The loser in this scenario, I think, is Lingard because he could have gone to West Ham. He could have been part of something. Imagine, imagine him linking up with Bowen in this kind of form that Bowen's in. Imagine him linking up with Antonio. West Ham are an aspirational club, and I just find it totally baffling, but almost a little bit sad that he has chosen certainly an easier option. I feel like a lot of the dinosaurs need to zip it. And just get on with it. If he wants, if he wants to do Jay Ling's, if he wants to dance, if he wants to go on TikTok, good for him. Do what you want to do, Jesse. Now, moving on to Everton, they continue their pre-season preparations as they travel to Blackpool this afternoon, not only looking for their first win of the pre-season so far, but also their first goal. After a heavy defeat to MLS side Minnesota United last week, should Everton fans be worried heading into the new season? Here's the take of former Chelsea striker Tony Cascarino and the former Scotland striker Chris Iwellimo, all speaking on TalkSports. Breaking news, it's now been confirmed that Everton striker Richarlison has joined Tottenham Hotspur on a five-year deal reported to be worth around £50 million. Richarlison was a huge player and now you take him out of that side, Mm. they are really depleted. I think they need two more forwards. Got into the area, low cross, through the six-yard box, Gordon can't apply the finishing touch. I don't like a manager of Everton coming out two weeks before the season and publicly saying we're in a relegation battle. I don't want to hear my manager say that, I'm sorry. I really don't. Left-footed shot, deflected, just wide. Last season, yeah, they, they massively underachieved. They were poor. So they were down there for a reason. They weren't good enough under different managers. Produces across, Calvert is there and he's leaning back and he gets under the ball and he takes it right over the top of the crossbar. I think they've got they've got to have something up the sleeve. They can't, they can't go into the season with those two, just those two up front. Some fans should be worried because they were really poor. I thought they were awful at times when I watched them. This is him playing the game. There's been no investment. He's come in. He's not really had that that bounce effect when he came in last season. Mm. They've not really invested. That's him putting pressure on the owners. Frank should have known, or I can't believe that he didn't know all the problems they had from what he witnessed last year when he came in at down. He would have known all this. He would have known what was needed. He was the manager. He worked day in, day out with the players at the training ground. He would have known how much was wrong. He's putting pressure on the owners because Everton need to invest. Frank's at a club where it's got difficult financial situation, which when he took the job, I'm sure he would have been made aware of. This is where we are. This is why I am so surprised that there hasn't been investment. They nearly went down. He's kept them up. There's complete elation and there's nothing off the back of it. They are in a terrible state, aren't they? Try and put a positive slant on it. You survive relegation by the skin of your teeth, go into next season and try and build some optimism. Surely, if Lampard keeps them up, it's job done. And therefore, expectations have never been so low, it's not a bad time to have the job. Calling out your players before you've even played one Premier League game, again, after you called them out last year? I've never heard a manager call out his players. At this time of year. If players are looking at Everton and thinking, wait a minute, there's there's no signings. The players that are there mm-hmm. aren't seeing new players coming in the door. Then that, that shows no ambition whatsoever. You could see there's problems. That was evident last season because they nearly got relegated. You try and build on what you did. You stayed in the Premier League. It was a great achievement in the end to stay up because they looked doomed at one time. Nat. Mm-hmm. They were awful and they've survived. Now I'm looking at Everton and thinking, is there an optimistic Everton fan out there? 
I don't hear any. So do you think they will be in a, in a relegation scrap? Well, if the manager's talking like that, I'd have to think that. Now, it's just over 48 hours until England take on Sweden for a place in the final of the 2022 European Championships. You'll hear both semi-finals live on TalkSport. Ahead of that game at Bramall Lane, TalkSport's Faker Others has been speaking with the Lionesses defender, Alex Greenwood. Now it's the full-time whistle. And England have won the quarter-final of the European Championships in thrilling style. England are two victories away from a golden summer. It feels since that quarterfinal win that there's been a massive increase in in interest mm-hmm. in, in the side. Do you feel that in, in the bubble? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I think, yeah, obviously, social media is, is the biggest one. For those that are still on it, um, you see, obviously, interaction and you read things on Twitter and stuff. But at the same time, when you are in this bubble, you're definitely in this bubble and you remain headstrong in this bubble. But I suppose the, the best thing for us is putting smiles on faces and, you know, we use a sp- inspiring word a lot, but that's that's something we really want to do. Um, and so far, I think we're, we're doing that. And, you know, the interaction we had after the game with the fans was... You know, something I won't forget because that was, I think that was a really special moment. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. And you now know who your semi final opponents are in, mm-hmm. in, in Sweden. What have you made of them in this tournament? Yeah, well, we watched the game last night. I think everyone has, has an opinion on every team, of course. That's, that's uh, natural. I think you can never, you can never doubt Sweden. Um, they're ranked second in the world, the, the highest European team ranking in this tournament. So anyone to, to brush them off would be, would be foolish to do that. Um, and it's something we certainly won't be doing. They're the top side with some really good individuals, but we'll be fully prepared for what they bring on Tuesday. 33 shots overall, overall but I yeah. think it was about 19 on, on target. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just couldn't finish apart from in the in the 92nd minute. Is that something that you can exploit? I suppose it doesn't matter as long as one goes in the back of the net and you don't concede, right? Yeah. Um, I've played in many games before where you've had so many shots on target and just that day you just can't find, find the back of the net. They got the job done, I think. Watching the game, it was obviously cruel for Belgium, but... It, I think it was coming at some point. Um, but fair play to them, they grinded the result out. Um, but yeah, it's obviously something that we, we look at, but I think we just remain focused on ourselves and what we can do. Who in particular is a threat? You obviously know Philippa Angledahl yeah. from, from Manchester City. Um, I'm sure, I don't know whether you've spoken to her or not, mm-hmm. leading into in, into the tournament or, or what you've heard from the, from the Sweden camp. No, nothing at all. Not because I don't want to speak to Philippa, but just because I think... I don't really. We don't really need to. Obviously, Philip has had a great tournament so far. She scored some some really good goals. I think she had a few opportunities last night. I train with her every day. I know what she's about. But they've got, like I said to you before, they've got some really top individuals as Lani, um, Jakobsen, you know, Eriksson at the back. So yeah, they, they're a really really good team, and you know, hopefully we can um, we can go into that game full of confidence for sure. Well, as you heard there, England will take on Sweden in the last four this Tuesday live on TalkSport. But what should we know about their opponents at Bramall Lane? Here's the Swedish football journalist Philip O'Connor, who joined Natalie Sawyer and Tony Cascarino on the weekend sports breakfast. It has finished here in dramatic fashion. Sweden won, Belgium nil. The Swedish players and fans celebrating wildly here at Lee Sports Village. And a date for your diary, Tuesday night, live on Talk Sport. It will be England against Sweden 
in the Euro 2022 semi-final. I think that's going to benefit Sweden immensely. We really didn't see the best of Sweden last night and we haven't yet in this tournament. But England are not going to sit back the way that they did. England are going to come out, they're going to try to play in a different way. They're going to be in front of a home crowd, they're going to urge them on a Bramall Lane there. And that space is going to be there for Stina and she's lethal. I have to say from an England perspective, I think Serena Wiegmann will be quite encouraged by a lot of what she's seen tonight. There's two other opponents that Sweden have before they even get to England that are going to cause them problems. One is recovery because mm. England are going to have two extra days recovery. So there's going to be a lot of tired legs at the Swedish team hotel. And the other is COVID because Sweden's two best fullbacks, Hannah Gloss and Jonna Andersson, they missed the game last night because both have had a positive tests for COVID-19. Nothing is guaranteed in tournament football, but you would think that England will go into that semi-final next Tuesday live on Talk Sport with great confidence. Sweden have always been one of the superpowers, but they've always been the bridesmaids. And now this country and this team believe it's their turn to be the brides. And they want to crown that by winning the final at Wembley. I do think that Sweden are going to give England a hell of a game mm. on Tuesday night. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Listen to live commentary of the 2022 European Championship semi-final between England and Sweden. Live on TalkSport on Tuesday night, Sam Matterface will be alongside the former England striker Leanne Sanderson on commentary. Now we end today's podcast with some horse racing. An 18-to-1 outsider pile driver upset the odds with a surprise victory in the King George VI and Queen Elizabeth Stakes at Ascot. Here's how it sounded on TalkSport 2 with reaction from the injured jockey Martin Dwyer, who should have been riding the horse in the classic race. Driver, this will be a famous victory if we can do it. Pile driver and PJ McDonald have won the King George. Oh my goodness. Exactly as it was described by Martin DeWire, it has come to pass his father in law's horse, the horse that he loves, the horse that he's associated with so much. Pile driver has taken the King George and he has absolutely blitzed them. Martin DeWire, your reaction. A bit of mixed emotion, you know. I should be on. I should be riding them, but I mean, what a performance, PJ! I mean, I couldn't have done it better myself. He did. It was absolutely perfect ride, and um, I could. You, you couldn't hear it, but my wife was screaming upstairs. 
shouting at the television. <laughs> and what a performance. I mean, great performance. I'm pleased for William and Chris Grassick and all the team. What a horse. No, it was a great performance. Well, that's it for another podcast. Wherever you're choosing to listen today, whether it's on the TalkSport app or your podcast app on your phone or your iPad or your computer or whatever you're listening on, make sure you hit subscribe or follow if you haven't already. There'll be another one of these TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you can to get it. But until then, thanks for listening. And this has been the TalkSport Daily. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.